0: Peace, love, and light. Welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I am your host, Him Not Them. As always, gotta give a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show the hate, no love. As always, drink your water, eat your greens. We are here, we are live, and we are in full effect. That was the sounds of Ninth Wonder. Love you bad. Greetings and salutations. Hope the family is doing well. We are here. It's a little rumbling going outside, going on outside, so don't mind nature. We're going to stay sound in our delivery, keep our minds clear and our emotions in check, because tonight it might get real for some of us. Um, sorry for the long delay. We are being bombarded with so much information. I found myself getting a little emotional, and not because of the information that was being shown to us, But how people were reacting to it. And I found myself getting frustrated. And I realized that the frustration wasn't what I was doing, but what I was allowing to happen to me. And I figured that this is a similar emotion that many of us are going through or experiencing. So I want to start by saying that if I find myself getting emotional tonight, family, please bear with me. I am only human, but I'm trying to work on my light being spirit. You understand? And I think a lot of our frustrations come from the fact that our favorite celebrities are coming up short of our expectations. And that's no one's fault but our own. We can't allow these celebrities, entertainers, to entertainers specifically to get us all out of sync. Okay. We have to remember that these entertainers are here for one sole purpose, and that is to entertain. They might, they might show bright spots of enlightenment. They might show bright spots of growth that we can, in turn, channel within ourselves. But we have to remember where they get their money from. We have to remember where their loyalty lies. <laughs> and it will last in the people who write their checks. So if we feel as though they're individuals, I don't want to name any names just yet, but if we feel as though entertainers, are coming up short of our expectations, we need to change the people that we put in these, um, who we put on a pedestal, who we hold in high regard, who we feel as though is the best representation of us when we are the best representation of ourselves. Something that I've been posting on my Instagram as of late is finding completion. And it's difficult for us to find that said completion when we're looking for someone to complete us. (laughs) That's where the cookie crumbles. That's where the foundation starts to become weak because we're not standing on our own. We're standing on someone else's, not even taking the time to build the foundation for ourselves. And I think the idol worship that we have, the, the way that we live vicariously through our favorite celebrities keeps us running in loops and it keeps us in these spaces where we feel as though we can't get out because we're looking for the wrong individuals to lead us out of this turmoil. There's a lot of, there's plenty of thought leaders out here. Okay. There's plenty of individuals that we should be turning to praising ancestors and elders that we should be turning to and praising in these times and not these celebrities who get the checks from our oppressor. It's just what it is. And then we get upset when that apology rolls out. We get upset when the information is not delivered in the manner that we want it to be because we're not taking the time to deliver ourselves. There's this (laughs) there's this idea that everything will come to us in time, which is true to a degree. But but what will come to us is what we search for, not what we wait for. You understand? And that's where my frustration starts to rise when I go through these comment sections comment sections, and I read just the ideals that individuals have. I'm just like, really? Is this where we are? Because <laughs> common sense ain't common. Niggas is chasing dollars and ain't making sense. You understand? And I'm just trying to figure out what, what that comes from, what that stems from, which I already know. But I've tried not to put myself in a position to judge individuals because they fall short of my expectations. That just means I have to change the people that I expect things from. And I encourage the family to do that as well. So obviously Nick Cannon, it was someone that I was holding, was continuing, was gaining respect for me because of his Cannon's class. He had a lot of individuals that I've been studying for years. Dr. Joy DeGruy, Tariq Nasheed, Professor Griff, um, Riza Islam, KRS-One. He had all those individuals on his class and they was dropping bombs. But as soon as he got in the hot water, he deleted those episodes and uploaded an episode with an individual of the community that he, quote unquote, disrespected. And I just knew that I was just hoping that it wasn't too good to be true, because that's a glaring example of an individual who was finding himself. He was finding himself in an environment that was paying him. We can't. And a great example of this can be. We can't go to our job, cuss our boss out, talk about his family, and then expect to show up to work the next day. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. Same with these celebrities. Even though Nick Cannon was walking in his life, creating purpose, creating traction in his own way, which I will give him credit for and I won't take that away from him. But in my humble opinion, I think he forgot who he was working for. (laughs) Or I think he forgot who was writing his checks. He was smelling himself. And then as soon as he said too much of the truth in regards to the people who was paying him, that's when they pulled the rug from under his ass. And then he realized, like, damn, I love my people, but I might love my money more. And that's one thing I want the family to understand, that these entertainers, majority of them, 90% of them, love their money more than their people. It's just what it is. And we have to accept that and we can't fault an individual for doing that because we shouldn't be putting that much pressure on them anyway. There's other individuals that deserve our praise and our accolades and our glory. But we want to give it to the celebrities because they're living a life that we wish we had when they constantly show you that that's not the life that you want. Fame and fortune don't bring you happiness. Happiness comes from within. And if we're constantly chasing someone else's definition of success, we're always going to find ourselves falling. I'm sorry. We're always going to see people falling short of our expectations. And we should be tired of that. (laughs) At some point, we have to realize that whatever we're experiencing is keeping us from what we want to achieve. That's where fear mongering comes in. They have to pump fear into our hearts. They have to make us feel as though there ain't no hope. So we look at Low, we look at low-hanging fruit as if it's a tough, a tough task to achieve, or a tough task to grab. It's low-hanging. Bypass that. Challenge ourselves. Look for individuals that challenge your way of thinking. Not fall short of your expectations. And we have to, we have to stop allowing these celebrities to get us all riled up. For me, as an individual, I take pride in looking at the situation for what it is and not just my emotional response that comes from that. And I challenge the family to do that. Here at 30 Talk, we're all about solutions. We have to challenge the status quo. We have to challenge what we feel as though is right, because if it was right, we wouldn't be challenging it. (laughs) If everything was what it was supposed to be, we wouldn't be fighting for civil liberties. If everything was what is expected to be, we wouldn't be still fighting police brutality if it was what we expected it to be. If we were actually free. We'll get into that in the second part of this installment. I don't want to jump the gun. But I want us to think about how we label what we're chasing. Are we chasing freedom? Are we chasing civil liberties? Or do we want to actually be free? And what that constitutes. Because there's levels to this shit. Meek said it. You dig what I'm saying? And we're still on the low level of this task that we are trying to chase or trying to achieve or trying to overcome as they say. But before we do anything outside of ourselves, we first have to tackle (laughs) the challenges that we have internally. And that's the biggest battle. These celebrities shouldn't disappoint you. We should stop disappointing ourselves. We should take time to find what is necessary for us so then that way, whoever falls short of our expectations Don't knock us off our rocker. Doesn't keep us out of sync. We need to be in sync. You understand? In sync with ourselves. Radiate internally. You dig what I'm saying? And it's easier said than done. But with enough practice, we can achieve anything. On the other side of this break, we're going to talk about that. For you, girl, I swear I do the worst. Yes, family. That was the sounds of pink sweats at my worst. Playing um, R&B jams for the first couple songs because I want to make sure that my vibrations are at a medium, so I don't explode when I deliver this information. Like I said, I want to be as sound as possible, so I can sound logical. Not emotional. (sighs) All right, so let's address Mr. West. (laughs) I have to because I've constantly addressed him, especially on my installments when he goes on these rants. Because a lot of the things that he says out of his mouth doesn't sound the way that it's supposed to. The words that he chooses to use and the manner he chooses to use them in often turns us right—I mean—wrong side up. You understand when I know that the information that he's trying to say is very important for us to understand. And if we're listening with our emotions and not with our ears, we're not going to hear what I feel is important for us to hear. So if you want to cancel me, (laughs) if you don't want to listen to 30 talk anymore, that's fine. But like I said, take time to hear what I'm saying and don't respond to me in an emotional state. And if you have something to say or to contribute, him underscore not underscore them on the IG. Holler at me. So Mr. West said that Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. That she just led them to work for other white men. And that just turned the Internet crazy. As it should, because at first, when you first hear that, you're like, what? What you talking about? But if you look, listen to the words that's being used, which, which I typically do when anybody speaks, I listen to the words that they use. And the word that I took from that was free. So I, said, I sat back and I thought I was like, Harriet Tubman did not free the slaves. She led the slaves to freedom. So then I got to thinking, I said, damn, what's the difference between free and freedom? Freedom is the power or right to act, speak or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. All right. That's what freedom is. So what Harriet Tubman did, in my opinion, she led us to freedom, freedom to get married, freedom to work to a degree in the manner in which we wanted to work in. Uh, possibly kept families together possibly kept us from getting lynched even though we were still getting lynched even in quote unquote freedom but we'll get to that in a second so the type of lives the types of lives that our ancestors was experiencing in chattel slavery wasn't the same type of life that they were experiencing when they were free quote unquote free to the north but in this time period there was no black wall street there wasn't a lot of black independent workers for our ancestors to work for so Technically, we went from working for Master Smith to working for Mr. Johnson. (laughs) You understand? And that's just the truth. But because we are so enamored with our history without actually looking at it for what it is, we want victories. And shit, I want victories too. I'm tired of looking at us on the short end of the stick. You understand? And I would never disrespect what Harriet Tubman did for our ancestors. Let's be clear. She put in that work. She put in that pain. But ideally, she didn't lead us to be free. She led us to have the power and the right to act in the manner in which we best could instead of the conditions that we were previously experiencing. And then I got to thinking, were we ever free? Even in the civil rights movement, we were fighting for freedom, the right to vote the right to live where we wanted to, the right to use the same bathrooms. If we were free, we wouldn't have to fight for those freedoms. This is where the conversation needs to be had, because even though Kanye West's statement was fundamentally wrong in the manner in which he presented it, the facts still remain that as melanated people in this country, we are not free. We're still fighting police brutality. Police brutality started with slave patrol. Slave patrol is when our runaway ancestors would get caught by the individuals, catch us, and bring us back. And if we fought coming back, they had the right to kill us. That's why police broke. That's why police brutality doesn't get the verdicts or the convictions that we hope that they have because the laws are written to protect them. Because the police force fundamentally, fundamentally started from slave patrol. That's the first thing. So if we take the antics away we take the bipolar we take him running for president we take all of that away we strip away all of the distractions and look at the verbiage are we free as melanated people in this country because if we were free we wouldn't be fighting for civil liberties so what is the definition of free free not under control or in the power of another so then somebody will say to me oh well shit I, I, I'm i free. Shoot. I, I mean, I i ain't working for massive. Ain't no white person whipping me over the back. No, not physically. But um, economically, they sure are. <laughs> Politically, they sure are whipping us over the back. Now that I think about it, even when we were in freedom, when we had freedom, we were still getting hung from trees. When we had freedom... They still burnt down our black Tosa. When we had freedom, we still had to march for the right to vote, march for the right to ride in the front of the bus. If we was free, we wouldn't have to protest. If we was free, we wouldn't have to beg for civil liberties, which is actually called freedom, because civil liberties is what the Constitution was supposed to give us. But we didn't get that until 1865 when the Declaration of Independence was written in 1776. So I'm off what Kanye West said or did or his antics because I don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I take what I need and I leave everything else on the wayside. I want us to understand that we aren't free. We have freedom. (laughs) True freedom is only achieved when the situation is truly changed, not when the books are balanced. Right. Books. Examples of the books being balanced. Civil rights laws. The right to vote. The right to ride on the front of the bus. The right to live in neighborhoods that ain't the projects or the ghetto. Um, What's that called? Affirmative action. (laughs) That's when the books are balanced because we've been civilian citizens of this country, quote unquote, since the Caucasian came over here. But yet and still, we had to fight and claw for the very civil liberties that the Declaration of Independence gives to the Caucasian. If we was truly free, we wouldn't have to fight for our freedom. We have to think about that. So before we go off on the irate, before we go off in the irate state, let's not first take away anything for what our ancestors and elders have done, cuz I give praise to them at the front of each installment every time I speak. So I would never speak harm or down on Harriet Tubman for what she did. I would not minimize her efforts. She did what she had to do for our people to have a better experience than the one that they had. She put her life on the line for that. But it wasn't to be free. It was for freedom. The power or act to speak without hindrance, which is still fucked up. Excuse my French, because we went we got led to freedom only to still be treated like three fourths of a human being. Which still goes on to this day because that's where the term electoral college came from. Look up the Missouri Compromise. See what the Missouri Compromise was really about. Where three-fourths of a man or three-fourths of a human really came from. And what that really means. Because, see, we don't really understand history because we don't care. We just we just want what's ours. We just want what's right. But we don't know what's right because we don't know how we've been wronged. <laughs> We are relying on our oppressor to give us melanated history. That can't happen. John Henry Clark, Dr. Claude Anderson, Amos Wilson, William Chancellor. These individuals are my master teachers, my ancestors who told, who told me and showed me my history from a melanated perspective. So then that way I don't get irate. When I hear things that don't make sense because it only doesn't make sense to the individuals who aren't educating themselves. They're letting others educate them and not in a sense of me teaching to the family. I'm talking about people who don't look like you, who don't have your best interests at heart and tell you all this quote unquote pseudo information. Charlemagne the God. Everybody loves him. He didn't back Dr. Francis Cress Wilson up on his brilliant idiots podcast calling her information quote unquote pseudo. Dr. Francis Cress Wilson studied at Howard University. She has a book, The ISIS Paper, that I have in my possession that talks about everything that we are experiencing right now. She wrote that book between 1978 and the 1980s. We are in the year 2020. So if we want true, if we want this quote-unquote, I'm sorry because I found myself <laughs> riling up. If we want to be free, we first have to understand that the freedom that we are chasing is civil liberties. And we are fundamentally written out of the Constitution to have those civil liberties. So if we don't have freedom, how can we be free? On the other side of this break, we're going to continue that. That's family. That was apartment. Free Nationals. Like I said, got to keep these vibrations at a medium if we want to be effective. No rap music (laughs) tonight. It's always family. I want to remind us it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to smile. It's okay to ask for help. We are being bombarded. Bombarded. Excuse me. We are being chastised. We are being ridiculed. But that's only because we're great. And they only want us to think that we're not so they can continue to keep us in these loops, in these sunken places, in this state of doubt, which we can overcome once we believe in ourself. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Before we went into the break, we was talking about the difference between free and freedom. The definition of free, not under control or in the power of others. Freedom, the power or right to speak and act or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. What we've been chasing as a melanated people, as a quote unquote African American, is civil liberties, the freedom to to actually be an American. They tell us that we're American. They constantly show us that we're still property, that we are still three fourths of an individual, not by just whipping us over the back not by just hanging us from trees, what they still are doing in 2020, not by killing us by police brutality the same way that they were killing us through slave patrol, not by killing us economically, by keeping us enslaved for so long that we don't have generational wealth, but other ethnicities and races in this country do. That shows me that we aren't free. We're chasing freedom. Because if we were free, we wouldn't have to chase freedom. You understand? So... With me being a teacher, I find this to be a teachable moment. Let's go to the document that gave America its independence. That will be called the Declaration of Independence, which was written in 1776. But there was a portion of this document that was left out, 168 words to be exact. The individual that wrote or that helped write the Declaration of Independence was an individual by the name of Thomas Jefferson, which happened to be one of the quote-unquote presidents of this corporation. I don't know which number, nor do I care. But this portion of the independence that he wrote um, stirred up the delegates at the time because it was like, oh, bro, what you trying to do? We try to build something. You going to write that in there? And that's going to mess up everything that we're trying to do because the portion that got taken out of the Declaration of Independence would have divided the 13 colonies. The individuals that were in power, they called them the founding fathers, they knew that they needed strength in numbers in order to get from under the thumb of New England or of England. I'm sorry sc- excuse me, I'm sorry, in order for our founding fathers to get independence from England, they had to have an even or an even camaraderie <laughs> between the colonies. They wanted to be free from England. they no longer wanted to be under the control of England. They wanted to be free. One part of the Declaration of Independence that I want to read to you guys is what actually made it. And I read, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their true creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This was written in 1776. You know what was also occurring in 1776? Chattel slavery. So all men are created equal, but the founding fathers, all of them, had slaves to their dying day. So right there is a contradiction in the Declaration of Independence. If all men were created equal, why was my ancestors, my ancestors, enslaved? Let's just leave that there. So before we even start to have a conversation about are we free? We are fundamentally written out of the Declaration of Independence that was written in 1776. Slavery didn't end till 1865, but didn't Juneteenth didn't happen till two years later. Let's just leave that there. The existence of slavery was known in America, especially by our founding fathers, quote unquote, these founding fathers, name my fathers. Yet the founding fathers did not acknowledge it in the published document. Jefferson's first draft of the Declaration recognized it. So let me read a portion of what I'm talking about. And you can find this information on the Internet and the information that I'm giving you tonight, I found on blackpast.org. That's blackpast.org. So when he, when I read he, Thomas Jefferson, is referring to King George. King George was the king of England, the the country that America was trying to gain independence from. He, King George, has waged cruel war against human nature itself, violating its most sacred right of life and liberty in the persons of a distant people who never offended him, captivating and carrying into slavery into another hemisphere or to incur miserable death in their transportation. I wonder who the distant people Thomas Jefferson was referring to. Could it be the same distant people that he kept enslaved until his dying day? The same distant people that he raped and um, forced them to have babies by him? But I leave that there. I'm skipping through. Like I said, it's 168 words. I'm just reading a few. Determined to keep open a market where men should be bought and sold, he has prostituted his negative... He has prostituted this negative for suppressing every legislative attempt to prohibit or restrain this extremely bad commerce. Right. So right then and there, that shows you that the legislation was written to be to keep the people safe. Or out of harm's way or out of legal bounds that was competing or contributing to channel slavery. And just a quick pause so I can let that breathe a little bit. Thomas Jefferson had slaves. He understood that slavery was a bad thing. But the people that was called our quote unquote founding fathers of this country realized that they needed slavery to make money, to build weapons, to fight a war that had nothing to do with the Melodated people. (laughs) And yet and still we fight so hard to be called American when we are the original people of this planet. So right here is a very good teachable moment for anybody who's listening to this installment to show people that America is not the land of the free home of the brave. It's the land of the thieves that was built by the slaves. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? And we have to be sure to understand it and not feel sorry for people who don't understand it. We have to tell the truth of what it is. As I go back to my notes. Those who drafted the De- I'm sorry, because I felt myself <laughs> getting a little riled up. Those who drafted the Declaration believed it was best to remove this section dealing with slavery, dealing with slavery, than risk a long debate over the issue of slavery. They needed support from the southern states to gain independence. The missing passages was taken out by request of delegates from South Carolina oh man, Georgia, and with an agreement of the New England states. So I want to pause there for a second. We were so pressed to get free to go to the north that there were still people in the north that didn't like our black asses and I say that loosely. <laughs> you understand? We have to look at history through a melanated eyes and not from the eyes of our oppressor. They recognized that the declaration was going to wage was going to wage war against England. And if the colony, and if the colonies were not united, they would not prevail. So right then and there, I want the family just to take a moment to digest all of what we talked about tonight. I'm not going to spend a long, strenuous hour talking about it. I want to present the information so that that way we can go find it out for ourselves. It's very important for us to do that. And the reason why I say that is because if we don't find the strength within ourselves, we won't overcome anything. If we still see ourselves as second class, if we still see ourselves as less than, People will always find ways to use that against us, to manipulate us, to make us feel less dead. And that's just something that I can no longer allow to happen. I'm going to take these teachable moments and I'm going to teach my people. I'm going to guide my people. I'm not in it for the money. Hell yeah, I would love to get paid. But my payments come in growth. My payments come from the DMs that I receive. My payments come from the people who reach out to me for information. I'm grateful for that. I'm appreciative of that. And I want the family to feel the same way about whatever, whatever they are doing. Stop allowing these celebrities to dictate what you should feel for yourself. What you should see in yourself. You should look in the mirror and see you, not your favorite celebrity. I'm your host, him, not them. And if you really want to have a conversation with me, educate yourself so we can liberate ourselves. Peace.